You know what, Bob? We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk right there again. Sorry, you are here, not live. Banger Beers <laughs> podcast. I did it again, back to back episodes. I forgot to hit the uh, the, the microphones. Give us a second. No microphone. I can't redo this one. Um, anyway, so we're just gonna pick it up from where we left off. It's not too far in, but uh, um, Banger Beers podcast. We're here. This is if for context, we are here for the um, Halloween episode. So we just got done finishing uh, Drunken Rabbit as well as. Um, Bruja. So now we're doing some Queen City, some Outlaw, and... Ah, Sable. Ah, Sable. It might not be right. We'll figure it out. Let us know if you're a part of the brewery and we missed something and we you something that you're like, man, they were right there, but they missed that messed up or... Uh, the door's open. Uh, we, we can do a video call. You can join in. You can talk with us, hang out with us. The, the, the invitation's out there. So if you are the brewery of this beers we're drinking and you want to come on and do like an interview with us and we can learn more about your brewery, uh, like I said, send us a message. We're always here. Uh, yeah. So we have a bunch of cool things lined up for you guys today, these beers. I'm not exactly sure where the topic's going to be or what we're going to talk about. Last episode, we talked all horror movies, but by the time this releases, who knows what will be topographical or what we're talking about. So Maybe we'll be talking Christmas movies. Yeah. What's your favorite Christmas movie? I personally hate them all. Uh, no. Or what's your favorite Fourth of July movie? Yeah. <laughs> who knows? The way these go, you never know. Um, taking a nice drink out of my uh, Dunder Mifflin, a division of uh, Saber, or Sabre. Sabre. Depends on how you say it. Um, yeah, glass. All right, let's crack the first one open, Bob. Which one do you want to start with? Uh, what do you think? The we got a porter. I'd say it's probably go Hefeweizen and lager porter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, just j- just because the the porter might o- overpower. You, yeah. <laughs> me, yeah, the, the, weak, the weak boy of the show, the but weak one. <laughs> while he's pouring that porter, let is let's thank our sponsors. First off, Abaddon Tattoo Studio, unique professional experience nestled in the small town of Pine Grove, Pennsylvania. They provide high, high quality tattoos and piercings in a relaxed, professional, and sterile environment. Uh, you can check them out on our our website. Uh, the this episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are a unique interview question and episode pr- starting prompts in the palm of your hands. So whether you're starting a new podcast, existing broadcast, or looking to grow your audience and get more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddex.com. Use code IWEP Network for 10% off your first order. And then the Tree of Life Metaphysical Shop. They are dedicated to providing a quality metaphysical and holistic goodies to you. Not only do they have an online presence, but they have a brick and mortar store located in Ringtown, Pennsylvania. They, pr- they have something for everybody, so stop in, shop online line and see what you can find come grow with us so our three sponsors thank you guys so much for sponsoring us helping us grow do all this fun stuff and uh provide a little bit of uh uh support when it comes to the, just helping financially out with stuff so we also want to thank for people who um 
do not sponsor, but they they join our Patreon. So it's a dollar or five dollars, or if you incline to do more, you're more than welcome to. It is uh, just general support at the moment. There's no bonus content. We we do everything live or try to do live for you guys. So we want to thank Kelly from Crystal Mountain Healing, Tommy Borzrath, Tree of Life Metaphysical Shop, Higher Than Other Words, Jay Horror, and Austin Blackwell. Like I said, it's a dollar, five dollars. If you want to check out. And, and, and do that. Our links are below, or you can head over to IWEPnetwork.com to find all that information. Find our other shows on the network. There's something for everybody, from pro wrestling to spooky to interviews to pop culture. Uh, it, 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 it's we, we try to cover all bases. It's all there. Uh, support is uh, thankful, and, and if you do it, thank you so much. There is a donation tab in there, as well as uh, a merch page, so you can grab some t-shirts or hats or fanny packs or Whatever your leggings or book bag, yeah, whatever your bag is, baby, get it. You know what I mean. So we have it on there. Uh, first one's cracked open, poured. Bob, take take us down this uh, this Queen City Brewing Company uh, porter. We'll take you down the. Oh, that's, yeah, this is a Heaven Bison. Sorry, I yep. start pouring. I'm like, that's definitely not a porter. So uh, Hefeweizen from Queen City Brewery of uh, uh, Burlington, Vermont. Uh, if you happen to be in Burlington, uh, they are directly across the street from Zero Gravity. Um, uh, this is classified as a Hefeweizen wheat beer. It comes in at 5.8% ABV. Uh, it's been checked in 5.4 thousand times. Holy fuck. Um, Queen City's unfiltered wheat beer, produced exclusively from German malt, wheat, and hops, is complex and refreshing. The large percentage of wheat provides a pleasant creaminess and long-lasting head, while our distinctive yeast produces subtle banana and clove-like notes in both the aroma and flavor, which perfectly balance the bready character of the malt. And they list the flavor profile as banana, light, smooth, clove, and sweet. It has like a wine smell to it almost, like a dry wine. That's coming off the banana. Yeah. That's tasty. Yep. Yeah. That's really good. I, now, did you get to go to this brewery? Yes. Uh, uh, it actually wasn't on our, our itinerary, and we went to Zero Gravity, and uh, they weren't doing any indoor seating as part of their pandemic precautions, and uh, uh, they put, like, um, I'm having a vocabulary lapse here. Uh, uh, they had outdoor seating, and they put a- Air canopy? That's a good enough word, yeah. yeah. But the, the the field expedient covered it, and okay, uh, so like the, everywhere where you sat outside, it was like you were like baking in an oven. Mm. It was, it was uh, I, I had one beer there, and I wanted to stay, but it was just it was so Too horrible much. sitting out there. And uh, we got back to the. I'm like, hey, look, that's a brewery across the street, and they let you go inside. Yeah, I mean, every place had their own situation, mm-hmm. but um. So, yeah, and when we went in there, we were actually the first customers of the day. We were the only people in there for maybe 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Uh, really neat place. Uh, they had a lot of uh, vintage beer trays uh, on the wall on display. And uh, actually inside the building on, I'm trying to think how to describe it right. There, there's there's like a standalone room in the middle of the building. And on the roof of that, as, as you sit behind a bar, there was a... Uh, I want to say it was like maybe a 1950 or 51 International Harvester pickup truck. Oh, wow. That's pretty neat. I always get nervous. So I, we, we have a, a Quaker Steak and Lube restaurant, and you can sit like you're under an oil change of a car. And every time I'm underneath, I'm like, 
If I die eating fucking wings <laughs> in, a, in a restaurant, I'd be really pissed. Well, that, that's kind of how they got their, their name. The, the original restaurant of the franchise was built in a, uh, uh, an old gas station. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, they have fun wings. I, I like them. Uh, Queen City Brewing Company in Vermont. I just want to give a quick shout out here. Uh, I pulled up their info while Bob had their beer open. They, they average a 3.58 as a brewer. Um, they have made 52 beers. So that's, I mean, they're right there. They're a cusp, a cusp of like a, a high three in, in between a four. So that's, that's not bad at all. Um, they've had 59,000 total check-ins, 20,000 unique check-ins. They have 2,000 likes. You can find them on... Um, Twitter and Facebook, or you can go to their website at queencitybrewing.com, and they're located at 703 B Pine Street in Vermont, and they're only a mere, ready for this, yes. 296.8 miles away from us, so easy drive. Easy drive. Easy drive. We can, we, Day can, trip. we can swing that. We'll just jump in with Rosa. We'll all take naps, and mm-hmm. Rosa drives, and then we get loaded, and she drives back. Yes. Is that usually how it goes? That's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I've, I, 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 I do all the navigating for whatever that's worth, and then and, and then bankrolling. But yeah. Now I see you. You have a photo here. Is this uh, the lady from the bar? Uh, let me go back. Uh, that was one of the people that came in later, and uh, I was just talking to her. Uh, I, I, that was another place that once there were other people there. Uh, one of the other people ended up being from down by Philadelphia. Uh, I passed out podcast uh, stickers to everybody. Nice. Um, I have new ones. I have to get to you then, uh, bigger ones. Did I give you a stack of them already? The big, the, the three inch, not the, not the three inch. Yet. All right, I'll give you a stack of those. Um, all right, so the first one here, the the half of ice, and I lost my place here, Queen City. Oh, there it is. Um, yeah, we don't do the scores here. If you want to check out our scores, head over to our Untapped. You just type in Bang Beers Podcast, Anthony, uh, Bob G, or I'm sorry, Bill. I always forget yours. If you just, I always tag them in every episode so you can find everybody on there. Andy uh, uh, couldn't make it today. He he played in a rock show. He played a little, uh, yeah, a little rock and roll music. A little rock and roll. Um, I, I'm not a big person on that genre of music, but what was the band they covered? I think did did they do. Kill switch, kill switch, engage. Yeah, it was really fun. I, I, I mean, I like them playing that music. So I guess I would like the band. So it was a really good time. Uh, there was a kill switch, engage cover. So pretty much what happened was, except essentially for Andy's band, it was a a a collaboration of other bands. So it might be like four members of a band and then a different other piece here and there, and then they they just worked for a couple of weeks on doing a complete set list cover of another band they like. So instead of just like, hey, we're doing the hits of the 90s or 2000s, they pick like, we're going to do My Chemical Romance, we're going to do Weezer, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And it was really, really fun, and it was costume contests, and it was a, it was a really fun experience. So um, by the time this airs, it won't matter anything, but we'll have photos and stuff up, so if you want to check that out, you can. Um, what, what do we think of this beer? Uh, I like it. I like it. I'm 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 usually not a a half a fan, but yeah, this is really good. good. Yeah, I uh, I'm into this a lot. I, that banana, I think, is what what changes. Because usually the half of Weissens are a little, uh, I want to say like like they have there, a distinct. There, there, there's almost always banana with it, um, and then um, like the the coriander or yeah, whatever, like it's, it's, or whatever. Uh, it's very very mild in this one. Yeah, that's what it, it just, the coriander it, overpowers it, it, it. It lets the banana ride through. I, I really like that. It's different. I always said there was something in always in half of that 
I don't hate, but it's normally my turnoff that I, I wouldn't go back to them or have a, a few of them. Like I try to try the style, and then I move away. And I think that's at the coriander where this one more that banana, and that other like it's it's my it's more more muted. So I, I enjoy it a lot. It's really good. I will say this too: your cans are fucking awesome. Like they're just simple, clean. It's uh, I like the the Q with the. I, I believe is that their brewery or their city? Is that their city landscape going on there? I'm gonna assume that that's the city. Yeah. Big water tower looks like some churches. It looks like School County, to be honest uh, with you. And uh, if I remember correctly, too, uh, um, the other half of the building was a really great pizzeria. Oh yeah. Uh, when uh, we decided we were done for the night, uh, everything smelled so good that uh, we actually went back there and we got uh, two pies that we <clears throat> took back to the hotel with us. How was the pizza? Uh, fantastic. Nice. Uh, every place we ate there, the whole trip was uh, was incredible. That's, that's pretty cool like when we did our road trip and we were doing the whole west coast it's like we had places on our our, our map and then we're like uh, we should stop here and then we kind of swung in and checked it out uh, so I, every place we ate with like one exception i, I planned ahead of time mm -hmm. uh, that, that was one of the few ones that was unplanned mm -hmm. all right uh bob what do you want to go to next here uh, I believe we said we were going to do the logger next. Oh, so this is kind of cool. I, I don't know. Do they have a minor league team there or what's going on? But there, it has a little bit of a baseball reference to it. Well, that, I actually didn't read the label to see if there's a connection. But uh, back in the early days of baseball, uh, when they used to have the barnstorming teams, uh, there was a team. Bushwick is actually a neighborhood in Brooklyn. And uh, if I remember the story right, uh, the the Bushwick guys were associated with a church, and uh, they were famous for never cutting their beards. Sorry, did it for so, Halloween. But uh, I mean, so no, you'd like have the whole field, and everybody's got like ZZ Top beards, and they're That's playing awesome. baseball. If I, uh, I I might have the story boogered up, yeah. with another one. But let me let me double check quick. So there is no write up for this of why they why they went that route on the on the uh, on tap. But it says here, 1950s-style American light lager made with uh, Pilsner, malt, rice, and corn, the perfect baseball beer. At Queen City Brew, uh, the traditional beer styles of the Europe and American right at home in our brewery in Vermont. So I guess they just kind of made a beer that would be great for a, a ball field. So I, I don't know if, if there's a theme to the the Bushwick thing, if they went with the store you're going for, but uh, there's really no description or write-up exactly why they went that route, but uh, I liked the little baseball reference. Uh, they, they, they were a barnstorming team, but they weren't the guy with the guys I was thinking of with the beards. Yeah, uh, this has been checked in uh, one thousand times on the dot. One K. It's a five percent ABV Pilsner. One friend checked it in. Uh, you can probably figure out who that is. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll get right into this one here. I like me some Pilsies, so. Okay, I'm into it. Um, has a lot of flavor. You a lot, not not a lot of pilsers have that flavor. Yeah, yeah. That the I'm, I'm I'm gonna say the corn. Does it really stand out? The corn or the? Yeah, uh, it's funny because uh, sometimes I think it's corn, and and and, and it seems like it, it shifts to where it's almost like a lemon flavor sometimes yeah. too. I, well, listen. You nailed it. This is you're sitting outside watching a, a baseball game or a football game. This is that you you want you want to cut. This is this is your go to. This is nice. I wish I had more of these. I would be drinking them while I'm handing candy out at trick or treat. Yep. Even though yeah, this happened as, eight months ago. As 
as Beetlejuice. As Beetlejuice. So I'm actually going as as Beetlejuice, but not as the suit Beetlejuice. I'm going as Beetlejuice when he wears the same uh, outfit as what's his name? Like we we shop at the same store. Like I have a flannel, the the tan pants and the shoes. So that's that's what I'm wearing tonight. I'm going to be the like the the Beetlejuice in the flannel. Yeah, that's what I'm going for tonight. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do the makeup. We'll figure it out. They're probably like, terrible. But you'll, you'll see it on social media if you want to go check it out. We'll post it on Banging Beers or all the other places. But, uh, well, since we talked a little about music, maybe that we'll, we'll steer that ship for this episode. We'll talk a little music. Um, what are what are some of your favorite genres we'll get into? Um, a favorite song when you're in a bar? What, what do you like hearing? What don't you like hearing? Or... We'll, that we'll kind of tackle a little bit of those topics. Sound good? In between beers? Yeah, I'm okay. Sound fine? Yeah, why not? I'll start with you. What is what is a genre of music that you're, you're personally into, regardless, personally, of, the, regardless I mean, of the situation? I mean, I'm honestly all over the place. Um, like, I like metal and like all, alternative stuff and everything. I don't think I have one specific line that I follow. Is there it a genre that, on my, that's a complete turnoff? Uh... I'm gonna probably say like more modern country, like okay, isn't really in my wheelhouse. Like I like like older country's good. Hank Williams, so yeah, like Hank, yeah, like Hank Williams, like specify Hank Williams senior. I, yeah. I I I almost draw the line like the Garth Brooks era. Yeah, and anything pre him, I'm fine with, and everything like after him. Yeah, I, I feel that. is pretty much. It, but otherwise, I'm not like super picky with music. Yeah, I'm like, in the same boat. I I have a hard time with country in general. It could be Garth, not Garth. I I mean, I can listen to Cash, um, Zach Brown. I like him. There's another country person I think is pretty decent. I just don't remember his name right now. Like so, some of the more modern female country, I don't mind. I like Marin Morris and stuff. My like, problem is I feel like a lot but, of country female and male singers all sound the same. They put that same twang on. They put the same style. Like there's no change in any of them. Yeah, I mean to me a lot of that too is um, uh, they're not even playing country music anymore. A lot of those guys. That's no, it's like that's that's just uh, they popped basic it up rock and roll with a singer having a country accent anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Bob? Genres of music you're into? Um, I'm I'm all over the place. Um, I guess my home base is uh, blues and hard rock metal, mm-hmm. but uh, I get into tons of different crazy stuff. Uh, I, I like a lot of rockabilly and psychobilly too. Oh, sorry, uh, well, I, the cool thing about changing the style of the show up a little bit, where we're doing this and talking like on topics like this, like I'm, we're learning about each other, which I think is fun, you know. A big fan of the Reverend Horton Heat. Okay. Um, a huge uh, Bon Scott ACDC fan. Okay. Uh, I love Deep Purple. Uh, uh, Howlin' Wolf. Um, uh, a bunch of the old blues guys. Uh, I, I, I love Zeppelin. Uh, who is the Who is the first band? Like so for me, I, my my I grew up with my dad as a. As a DJ, so a lot of his music was like, "Hey, this is what I like. This is what we're listening to in the car." I didn't really have a say what was played. I owned one tape. I owned like the Ninja Turtle soundtrack that had uh, tequila, but mm-hmm. instead of tequila, it was just Master Splinter saying tequila. Uh, yep. Yeah. And then I had the like the Vanilla Ice um, 
uh, ninja rap. Yep. You know what I mean? They were the songs that my dad's like, I can't fucking listen to this anymore. Like, I'm not driving around listening to that, 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 And like, me, I listen I, to this day. I fucking, I love that song. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> that was my first tape. But what was that first band or first thing that you felt like it wasn't pushed onto you by your friends? It wasn't pushed onto you by your parents? Like, it was like, this is my band. Something about them drew me to them. Like, this is the first one I found music wise. Uh, the Beatles. The Beatles. Okay. Uh, I'm still a big Beatles fan today. I love the Beatles. Yep. I'm very excited for the, uh, for, the documentary on uh that's coming to D- to Disney Plus about the on, Beatles on Thanksgiving. Yeah, really. It's um, is it Guillermo del Toro or some one of those guys did? They actually went through like old footage and oh, cleaned wow. it up. It's like a six hour. That's exciting. Thing of them recording. I think rec- well the album that would have been titled get back but then ended up being let it be mm-hmm. it's about that and how they did the rooftop concert oh where they God. like ar- argued that like how are they going to end this like there was already a documentary that came out that was that but it was more like manufactured to, to tell a certain narrative but mm-hmm. this is apparently all the raw like everything it's awesome it's going to be like a three-part it's crazy because if if they didn't start dying off at that point in time that get back concert and that get back video where they're on the rooftop it's crazy because like i don't know the the beatles timeline but from what i understand like at that point in time they were kind of gone like they kind of went they were doing their own thing they were doing solo stuff they were kind of doing well, they were was, forging um, their own path i'm trying to remember was it was it for that one or was it for um abbey road um they actually hadn't uh, when they, when they got back into the studio to record the album it was like the first time in like three years that they had all actually performed together. Every, every, everything else was done in the studio. Yeah, I, I, I think it might have been that one because yeah. I, I know, yeah. I think George famously walked out on them during, during the well, what, during the get back sessions. Yeah. Like, like they were trying to do stuff, and he was like, "No, I'm done," and he just walked out. Yeah. That and get back, that like, get back, that song and this the the feel of the people on the the rooftop in the street really like holy fuck like they're like it it was special feeling like it's like man what they could have been if 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 the things didn't happen the way it, they happened. It's just even crazy that like to think they didn't even like really tour that much. They were just like kind of like a studio oh, they, band yeah, where they they, they they would just make albums and that was it. They, and then they, they wouldn't tour. They got they they got turned off on touring early on, yeah. Cuz I mean that that Beatles mania where they're getting chased on the street and people were grabbing at them and going nuts like I I'd be like, "Hey, we're making just as much money not touring. Yeah, I'm yep. not doing that no more." Or I can't like appear places or like you you, you think they're young. They literally lost their whole youth. And their teenage years and their their like young adult years because if they went out in public it would like fucking cause mass hysteria <laughs> you know what I mean like it was nuts I I do like old interviews with them where you could tell they're just getting bored ask getting asked the same six questions and they just start trolling and messing with the people I love that I can watch those for hours where John Lennon just messing with people so much fun. They're like, do you think Ringo is the uh, best drummer in the world? And he's like, he's, he's not, even, not even the best drummer in the band. Yeah, he's yeah. not even the best drummer in the band. <laughs> <laughs> there is actually... Um, you know, because that was... A lot of people don't realize how uh, multi-instrumental Paul McCartney was. Yep. Paul That's, McCartney just played drums on a Foo Fighters song. Yep. 
That's yeah. uh, I'll actually plug. There's a, uh, a podcast. It's kind of I don't want to say done now because they'll just put things out now at this point when it's relevant. Mm-hmm. But they actually went through the whole Beatles catalog of everything, and they talked about like every like little beat of everything. It's Sick. called uh, right. it's called Screw It. We're just gonna talk about the Beatles. Nice. It's uh, it is it's a pretty good listen because it's like, well, it's like comedians and musicians that are all Beatles fans, but they go through like how they got introduced to them and all that kind of stuff, and then they talk about all the albums and what they thought the first time that they heard the album and their impression and all that kind of stuff. Did you, did you see the movie yesterday? No, no, I know about it, but I haven't seen. Yeah, it. it's pretty cool. Where he just like playing yesterday and everyone just like starts they're like that is the most beautiful thing i've ever heard and he says who wrote that the beatles and they're like what are the beatles so he's like and then he just starts realizing that the beatles never existed so he just starts taking all their songs (laughs) 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 it's just kind of funny but yeah it's a cool movie um awesome awesome so if you uh, let's crack the next one i'll get my next question going here then but yeah, the uh, the logger, fantastic job, you guys, uh, really good beer. Yeah, Paul actually started with the band. He played guitar and uh, he switched to the bass to to accommodate. I, I want to say it was George, but uh... see, I, I always thought it was um, George was in the band and Paul wanted to be a part of the band, but he was in another band but wanted to join them. But they're like, well, we already have a guitar player, our two guitar players. We don't, we can't have a third. So he picked up a bass like out of a pawn shop just so he can be in the band and he just like I'll play bass just to be in it like I, I could be wrong though so which one are we drinking now Bob uh, this is the Yorkshire Porter which I do not have ready give me one minute oh, you're good I, I got it here uh, the Yorkshire Porter is a 5% ABV uh, English style porter uh, 7,000 and uh, some sorry, seven point one k check-ins averages a three six eight. Uh, once again, no write-up here for that one. Um, let's see if there's anything on the can. It's just uh, Queen City's version of this classic English dark ale is rich, full-bodied, and well-balanced, with an understandable, uh, I'm sorry, understated hop bitterness and a malt profile, accentuating the chocolate and coffee-like character. All right, just hearing coffee, I'm going to go small pour. <laughs> Full uh, full disclosure, I have a hard time with darker beers. It smells like coffee. Ah, hold on. A lot of chocolate on top. Yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. I smell. Is. I smell chocolate. I smell chocolate. I hope I taste like chocolate. Please taste like chocolate. Well, yeah, I get a, I get a little bit of coffee on the back end, but I, it's mostly chocolate and sweet to me. Coffee, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking wow. If there's surgery I can get, or like hypnotherapy. Or I can be like, stop everything not taste like coffee. Maybe I could try that. They could hypnotize <laughs> me and make me like the taste of coffee. I think that's possible. Just so I can be better on this show. I, yeah, that's not for me. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna check it in, but I'm not gonna score it. I don't want to give them anything like a bad a bad score. Um, it's just not my style, not my thing. If you can, um, have you ever seen like you ever experienced the Beatles at all? And like like probably never seen like you ever seen Paul live or anything? No. Um- um, I, I I wasn't a concert guy until I got out on my own. Um, and then uh, of course when I got out on my own, I went overseas right away. So I actually never even went to my first concert until I was twenty three. Oh wow! Who was your first concert? Uh, Night Ranger. Night Ranger. Mine was Blink One Eighty Two and Green Day. 
It was fucking awesome. It was really cool. Uh, Blink-182 is that band that I found first. Um, going back to that, that initial topic thing. Um, yeah, they were the first band where I was like, oh, I'm really, really into them. Blink it was, it was Blink-182. And then shortly after Blink-182 was Linkin Park. They were my first two bands. Because growing up, my dad really had me into like Zeppelin, The Who, um, Aerosmith. I loved Aerosmith. To this day, I think they're probably one of my favorite bands. I like really into Aerosmith. Uh, Motley Crue. Loved Motley Crue. Yeah, see, now I'm... I, don't know, I I thought um, "Too Fast for Love" and "Shout Out the Devil" were pretty good albums, and then uh, I just think that after that they were just generic hair metal. You might as well have had anybody on it. Did look the same, sound the same. Absolutely, yeah, I can agree with that. See, I I I'm actually now as an adult actually going back and and listening to albums because I was always the single EP guy. Like because most of my way I consumed music back in that time because we didn't have money to buy each album was just the hits. Whatever they played on the radio, whatever played on TV. So all I knew is just what was given to me. So now I'm at an older age, like I'll be at work, and I'm like, I need to listen to something while I'm working. So I'll put an album on just to kind of experience that album because there's a lot of songs I didn't I didn't know existed. So I, I you just made me think of something funny. Is I remember, um, according, you know, uh, Lance Corporal, I was still a private or a PFC then, um, and uh. uh the uh, the Walkmans being so big, and uh, uh, my first real paycheck out of my own was like uh, two hundred thirty nine dollars, and uh, like uh, I spent over half of it on my first Walkman, <laughs> and uh, between doing all my you know having to take care of all your like I didn't have enough money for a tape, so I had, I had to wait like two more weeks like I paid again until, until, until <laughs> I could actually listen to anything and. Uh, it was like walking around like a, even though it wasn't that big, it was still like walking around like a brick on your hip. You yeah, know? absolutely. Uh, I had I had a cassette, and then when CDs came out, I was like, "This is awesome!" And then you you try to go for a walk with it, and it's like skipping yeah. every thirty seconds. Like this is fucking stupid. This is stupid yeah, or, technology. Or, or or it's too large for in your pocket. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. Um, what was your first concert you ever went to? My first concert. Yeah. Uh. Was Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and, Hootie the, Blowfish. and the Blowfish. At Hershey Park. And the other year I got to relive it because they played at Hershey Park again. And I'm like, <laughs> I am going. <laughs> I distinctly remember there was a lady dressed in all leopard print. And my cousin and I were just like looking for her. <laughs> like, not for any like... Nostalgia. Not for any like specific purpose, but like... We were like, okay, when we were here young, I distinctly remember a lady just wearing entire leopard print. She's like, you so know we're what? like, is, is, is she here again? And we're like looking around for her. the chances like the of whole, her being like the chances of her being there were probably pretty slim. And but to wear the same outfit. Yep. Yeah. Could you imagine you wore the same outfit you just, were when you were nine? You're just like, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> I'm really enjoying myself. I hope someone remembers me. <laughs> Do you remember I sat in these seats thirty years ago wearing the same T-shirt? <laughs> but yeah, but that that was my first concert, and then one we're one wearing a, uh, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirt that like comes up. To you. <laughs> it's like a fucking belly shirt. Yeah, I'm I'm Raphael. Yeah. I'm I'm cool but rude. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um what was the first band that you discovered on your own that wasn't like that you 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 sought out like that was like oh shit i really like them yeah i, I honestly don't know it's hard to say because like my dad when i was growing up when we would like he'd be working on the house and just playing like 
all kinds of music because mm-hmm. he's the same way. He's like all over the place music wise. Like I remember hearing Neil Young and then hearing Led Zeppelin and then hearing the Beatles and then here like so I don't know one specifically that like is there, I can think of. So here's that, a question: like, Is there a band that for you guys that you found turned your parent, your dad, or your mom onto, and they're like, "Wow, this is really good." Like, where you kind of exposed them to something, or like something that they didn't think that you didn't think they would like, and then they were like, "I actually really into this album." Uh, yeah. What What was the? What was uh, the probably the most recent is the is um, the new album off of Man Man. Okay. Uh my dad and I were going somewhere and I put it on and I'm like, cause when we're driving somewhere, I'll try to put something on that. Like, isn't like really like heavy, heavy metal or anything. Mm-hmm. I'll just know something that like I enjoy listening to that. I think he would like. Yeah. Yeah. And he enjoyed it. How about you? I'm going to say no. No. So for, for me, mine would be uh American idiot by green day. I played it on. I put that on and my dad was like, this is really good. Like I'm really into this album. Like it's and it's crazy how much it still holds up. Yep. Like you can play that album right now in our political climate and people be like, "Holy shit." <laughs> like this has happened in 2004 or 5, you know what I mean? And the other one was uh, very shockingly, um My Chemical Romance, Welcome to the Black Parade. I played that album for my dad and he was like, "This is good." Like I I, I, I would honestly jump in um and I'm also Ghost like playing ghost songs for my dad. Did you hear the new Halloween drive? Kills song? Yep. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the music video is really cool. Too. I didn't see the video yet. It's really good. I liked uh, Siri. Siri? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, with the talent like, show. But like I, I would play like that too, driving around, and he was like, oh, this is good. I like it. Ghost like, has a cover of Here Comes the Sun, except the way they spin it as instead of Here Comes the Sun Rising, Here Comes like the Antichrist, the sun. <laughs> it's really it's actually yeah. pretty cool yeah uh but yeah that, that's another one too is is like that just like and even i think we talked about them before with mm-hmm. ghosts just even seeing them like i've seen them a couple times and just the crowd is wild because it's everything from like small children to like to people in their seventies, I think it's that cool are like actually that, like excited to be there, and people they, buy into the the shtick to it. Yep, where they you don't you're not going to a concert, you're going to a sermon. Yeah, so it like people treat it like church. It's kind of it's funny, well satanic church. It's 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 pretty wild. But all right, let's uh, let's crack our next one here, and uh, while you're cracking, I'll think of something music. Where are we going? Uh, let's go. Let's go outlaw. Let's go outlaw. Uh, if you can see a band right now, we'll do we'll do a live a band that's out right now, or a band that's no longer around. Uh, who would your picks be? And uh, once we pour this and talk about it, we'll go into that topic. A lot of head there, Bob. A lot of head. All right, what is this one? The Outlaw. Uh, American Blonde Ale. All right, this is a 5.1 ABV. Um, the first beer on the list that's not Queen City. Uh, this has been checked in 309 times, average is a 347, and it is by the Outlaw Brewing Company, a nano brewery in Westchester, New Hampshire. Um, they have made 37 beers, um, average a 371. 
here's some of the beers. Just going to kind of give them a, a rundown. The uh, the Cranky Yankee, the Peanut Butter White uh, Peanut Butter White Stout, an English Blonde Ale, uh, the Outlaw Summer Wheat, Chloe, a beer called Thank You, Naked N A K E D Cream Ale, um, Experimental Raspberry. Yeah, they have some cool stuff here. Now you said you uh, you went to this place and it was kind of like just on someone's property out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, uh, um, you you pull up and uh, uh, it's like a on a farmhouse setting, and uh, they have a picnic table set up everywhere. Uh, they had a band playing the day we were there. Uh, was it like outlaw rock music, like ZZ like, Top or like like seventies rock? Yeah, love it, love um, that. that. It was really nice. Uh, again, all, all the beer we had there was fantastic. Uh, that was our introduction to New Hampshire. It was the first place we stopped there. So that, that that was a good sign. Cool. Did you you get to talk to like now? You said it's like out in this guy's property. Is like is he there walking around, meeting, talking to people? Um, apparently he is. Sometimes he, he wasn't there while we were there. Uh, we, we uh, there's a bang a beer sticker there somewhere too. Oh sweet. So wh- anytime when we take a sticker and put it somewhere at a brewery, take a picture of where it is and we'll and we'll use that for the social media. I forgot to tell you when you, I told you like set day three into your trip or five into your trip. I was like, I forgot to say something. But next time when you're out, just like wherever it's at, just take a snag a photo of it. Like just see where in the wild we are. I don't know if it was Andy's guitar case or somebody else from the band's guitar case, but there was a bang and beer sticker on someone's guitar case. I was like, that's kind of cool. Pretty pretty uh, thankful for that. Um, all right. Initially, it, interesting smell here. Okay. I'm I'm gonna kick it to you here. I don't know what I don't <laughs> I don't know what just happened to me right there. Did we read the review on this one? Um, there was really oh yeah, there's a write up. Our American Blonde Ale is slightly is, 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 sorry. Our American Blonde Ale is light. Uh, juicy drinker great on a hot summer day and even better as your old faithful beer when you need something refreshing i agree very light-bodied easy to drink my initial first sip though was very carbonated like very bubbly am i the only one who got that i didn't get like like an over carbing or anything but i'm gonna take another another sip here so I'll, i'll kick it to you guys what do you think of this one i feel like i have to burp um, I like it. Uh, it's a little sweeter than I expected for the style, but uh, other than that, I have uh, no complaints. Uh, it goes down smooth. It's easy. Five uh, percent—that's uh, definite session range. Uh, I could drink this all day and not complain. Oh, we got something right here. So about the company, right here in the can, the Outlaw Brewing Company is one of the tiniest breweries in the st- uh, state of New Hampshire, nested in the hills of Sunny Valley. We invite you to come and uh, join us in our tap room for a tasty cranky Yankee or one of our fine brews. Um, about the beer, in 2017, we began our tiny brewery with with one beer, our American Blonde Ale. This is our flagship brew. So this is like their. This is their 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 first one they ever made, which is kind of cool. We carefully choose from a premium uh, blend of fresh two row. Fre- uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Blend of the finest two row and caramel malt, and crafted what is uh, still one of our most popular brews. P- Pico P Pico P E K K H O. 
and Citra Hops deliver a delicious, refreshing beer that can be enjoyed by anyone, anytime, anywhere. So just to be very clear, none of us here, for the most part, are brewers. We don't like maybe some no. people experimented more than us, but like we're just everyday people who drink beer, so we don't know like the names of every hop or what they do, and we just drink it and say what we talk about, and then talk about some fun stuff in between while we have a beer or two, just to be out there. So people are like, these fucking guys do a beer podcast and they're dumb. Like huh, we're not, we don't claim to be experts. We're not exclusively dumb. Also, it's. <laughs> It's expensive to get your Cicerone thing because I I was looking into it and I'm like that is entirely too much money for yeah. a fucking piece of paper. So my next <laughs> to say that I and I can talk about a beer properly and then par- in quotes food, yeah. properly. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes on you! I can buy a four hundred dollar microphone and talk about it whenever the fuck I want. Yep. <laughs> Stop me, Cicerone. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Master level after yeah. paying like thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the next sip here was definitely not as carbonated. I guess it was just fresh out of the can and I hard poured it. But no, it's good. Very light bodied, easy to drink. Because, like it said, they, they nail it perfectly. You could drink them all day long. I'm going to protect the four, though. I'm going to go protect that four. It's good. It's really good. I would I would definitely have it again. If I was hanging out there listening to a band, this would be my go to for the entire night. Uh, did you have food or anything here? Uh, no, we we didn't eat there, but um, uh, I'm trying to remember where we did eat that day. Uh, and also Outlaw is on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll be tagging them um, as well when this episode drops. Yeah, but uh, another place, uh, you know, um, like I said, every beer I had there was fantastic. Uh, the, everyone that we um, spoke to on the staff was uh, friendly and helpful uh, uh, no complaints at all i i would gladly go back there any day again nice yeah i like the fact that they're like a nano brewery still and they're doing cool stuff and having bars like breweries and bars and bands it's kind of cool i like the name too outlaw with the little hop with the cowboy hat on pretty dope all right so i'll start with you bob the question here that we posed um a band you can see live right now or a band that maybe not together or around anymore that you would love to go see? So that's a tough one. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, um, you know, like, uh, I think we all might say the same band or one of the two bands. Because there, there, there are many bands and solo acts that, uh, you know, I never got to see or you didn't see them in the prime live. Um, uh, if you want to rattle off a few, you can. You don't have to let, nail it down to one. I mean, again, like I, I would have loved to see the Beatles once. Um, uh, Zeppelin would have been great to see. I, that that were the exact two um, I said that I think every one of the tables going to say like Zeppelin um, and the Beatles. Elvis in his prime. Uh, you know, I, I never got to see John Lee Hooker or Muddy Waters or Howlin' Wolf. Um, um, I would be interested to see the. The beat like so like we had Beatles esque bands come out, nothing nothing to the ex- same level as the Beatles. Like we had like the Jonas Brothers, but like when you're older, like and we're the older crowd when these bands come out, you're like, why are these kids going crazy and acting like fools over this? And like probably the same way people's parents felt when the Beatles came out, like oh all these teenage girls yeah, like it's a teenage yeah. girl band, and now they're like one of the most popular bands that ever existed. It, it's like one of the like the not the turn this into like a Beatles episode, but I mean, it's the band that's going to live on forever. Yeah. Every single parent or 
like or is Guardian it? is going to introduce their their younger charge to the Beatles. So you know, my dad Ever, hates the Beatles. Ever, yeah, everyone uh, is just gonna. He's a like a. A big old school uh, Elvis, uh, Carl Perkins, all in old school country, and uh, and uh, uh, he he's like the Beatles ruined music. But wow. it's like the Beatles started as like a cover band to bands like Elvis and but stuff they, like they, that. But like they, they, they got into that through skiffle yeah. music, even. I mean, yeah, yeah, like. But like my uncle loved the Beatles, but he didn't like them once they they turned psychedelic. He only liked Beatles when they were. Well, there's there's a thing that people were wondering what the Beatles would sound like if they were still all alive and together, and people were saying they'd be like more along the lines of Electric Light Orchestra, like that kind. They think that that's the direction they would have went into, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, really, you you would never know. Like, so that's that's funny because like I, I remember a thing where a guy did like a hypothetical. What did Jimi Hendrix do if he'd have lived? And uh, they they had him go through a disco phase. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like like there would be things that could come out of anywhere and just grab their interest and be like, hey, we're we're going to do this. Since we're still on the Beatles thing, I will ask one more Beatles question while we're here because I think it's fun and we're rolling with it a little bit. Out of all the Beatles who went solo, who's your favorite? I mean, um, obviously, sorry, Ringo. But that's uh, you know, Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I consider Wings to, to be Paul McCartney solo because it was always Paul McCartney and Wings and uh, if you're going to gauge any kind of success by by far uh, he buried the rest of them as a successful George was really I, I didn't realize I, how many George songs I knew and yeah, liked but, but, that didn't uh, know it was George yeah but uh, I, I think in, if you're looking in terms of sales and 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 who who made the most money off the deal or got the most airplay by by far Paul McCartney did mm-hmm. um uh Lennon had potential but uh he you know he waited he he after the plastic auto band thing he waited too long to come back out yeah. and uh, I mean imagine is amazing but that's not many people can name another Lennon song they're into besides maybe that one. I mean, but like uh, when when he came out again at, uh, shortly before he was killed with um, uh, what was it, Milk and Honey and Double Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, there was good stuff on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, uh, he hadn't made an album in ten years, twelve years. He just uh, uh, like it's like Paul. Know. Even now, like he just keeps cranking out music. Like he's just his big thing now is he just wants to collaborate with everybody. Yep. He's like, who can I work with? Yep. Which is super dope. But you know? he like he just keeps he just keeps working. Like he keeps working at like it's to your point, Bob. Like like John waited too long, mm-hmm. so like he's like he rested on his laurels for however long, and then he's like, oh, I guess I'll well, put out a new album. Paul had to keep and working because he, like, he every divorce fucking yep. crushed him. <laughs> well, you know that was another thing too, like. Um, uh, a lot of people don't realize like the creative differences they had, you know, and that was the thing that irritated John Lennon all the time was, is that like he called a lot of the stuff that Paul wrote old lady music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, John also too had that thing where he was trying to be like woke before woke, but then also would smack around his wife. So he, I mean, I don't know. It's interesting to see how, how things would have played out. Like, I think if, 
there's still like there was a call for like cancel culture like on John Lennon after like the domestic stuff came out that people knew, but then when the younger people were like, "Wait, this happened? Oh, I'm not listening to that no more." Like it, I, he would have been tough to maybe get by today's culture. Paul, Paul's doing fine. Uh, George, George is. I mean, either way, you don't want to see anyone be gone, but I think if if, if George was still here, I think he would have been. He would have gave Paul a run for his money. He was just so good. Yeah. Such a good guitar player. Well, you know, that was another thing, too, with him. Uh, like, um, uh, getting involved with the Traveling Wilburys. Like, yep. Like, um, not only did it rekindle interest in his music, but it it, it took him in a different direction. Um, the, the, the Traveling Wilburys were fucking awesome. Yeah, they were. That, that, that would have probably honestly be when you said about, like, what band would you want to see? It, it would be them. Yeah. Like... Like hands down, just every like everyone involved in that band was so talented and just they were just like of above the rest, like yeah. because so, you if, if, figure what Tom Petty, George Harrison, when Neil Young was in there, I think in the Traveling Wilburys was he in there? Neil Young or yeah or no? It was. Uh, what are one of the guys from ELO was in there? Um... What was well, but it's just it like all, all the guys that that were in that band were just like, like I I I think they they would have been one that I would have wanted to see. Uh, it was Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Jeff Lynne. That's the guy from ELO. Yeah. War Roy Orbison and Tom Petty. That was the that was them. That that's that a fucking a, yeah. That's, that's a lineup. A, yep. That's nutty. Um. Yeah. So, what are some bands in today's time that you can uh, technically you can go see if you really wanted to, but you haven't yet? See, so, you know, most of the newer stuff that I get into is is like in the. Uh, I don't. I don't like the the direction most mainstream music has gone into, and the the newer bands that I tend to follow are, are like often little niches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. I I have mine on deck if you guys need more time, but my I would say for me the Foo Fighters. I really, yep. really want to see the Foo Fighters. They're good. I've, I've, I went out to Pittsburgh to see them. Oh my god! Like, if, you, if anyone knows anyone, if you ever stumble across this and you know somebody, I'll, I'll take me to go see the Foo Fighters. Um, and then the other band for me that I'd like to see live, um, I want to see Aerosmith. I want to see Aerosmith one time. I've yeah, seen I've them seen too them twice. Yeah, I've, I saw them once, and the opening band was Run DMC. Oh my goodness <laughs> gracious! Yeah. Try to think when I. When I saw them the first time, White Lion opened for them. Another one I'd like to see live, and, and, but it has to be in a certain venue. It's got to be Madison Square Garden. I want to see Billy Joel. I want to see Billy Joel and Madison Square. Tickets are so fucking expensive yep. to like uh, sit in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> the second time I saw them, they played with Kiss. Oh, Aerosmith? Aerosmith, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they did that Kiss thing for a while. That's where I almost got went to go see them, but it just didn't, it didn't pan out for me. And then we were going to go see them in Vegas, but then we couldn't do it. Yeah, they're my they're my couple there. A few through. What about you guys? Sorry, you but Bill. Uh, as far as what like like bands you want to see today that you haven't seen yet? That I haven't seen yet. I don't know. Uh, probably Bob Dylan. I know I have a chance to because he's touring now. Yeah. But um, on the last round of tours, I had bought had bought tickets for my dad and I to go see him, and then it obviously got canceled because of COVID, and then. Now, but him, I I I want to see Paul McCartney. Yeah, like like he's on the list to see. Um, so probably those two. Mm-hmm. Do you think of any? 
So I don't know. It's, it's hard because, like, you know, I, I'd love to see Paul McCartney too, but uh, I'd never pay that much for a ticket. Yeah, um, that, that's the um, like uh, I, I have a, like the, a couple people I know that went to see the Stones last time they toured in a, a four hundred fifty. I'm uh, sorry, not not doing it. Yeah, that's a lot. All right, so the last one we have here is uh, I'm not gonna try to say their name again because I'll fuck it up. But this is the Oktoberfest. Uh, this was another cool place too. Um, I'm gonna pronounce it Arsable. Uh, hopefully that's correct. Uh, this is in upstate New York. Uh, this is uh, uh, way upstate New York by Canada. Uh, this was the first place we stopped uh, when we crossed from Vermont to New York. So everything up there is 16 bit because in Canada it's 8 bit, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, this place, uh, it's out in the middle of nowhere. We actually uh, lost internet service a couple times out there. Uh, it's it's on a, what looks like an old farm. Uh, they have a barn set up for uh, uh, drinking outdoors, and uh, uh, there's also a stage in there. And actually, while uh, we were there, they were setting up the stage for a show later in that day. Um, uh, there's a nice little pond there. Uh, there was lots of outdoor seating, uh, and uh, there's just mountains everywhere in the background. When you're, no matter where you sit, it was a beautiful place. And, and again, um, all the we, we only talked to two people that worked there. We were there pretty early in the day, and again, I, everybody was super nice and helpful. And uh, every beer we had was fantastic. Uh, I, I would go back there any day again. So it says here on the can, it's uh, our take on the classic German-style Oktoberfest. It's brewed with the choicest pilsners and mul uh, munchy malts, balanced with notable hops for our, a highly drinkable celebratory beer, light amber in color with warm, toasty malt flavors with a crisp finish. This beer is made for wool sweaters, colorful leaves, and changing seasons. Cheers. And um, I just want to give this brewery a shout-out here. Uh, I'm going to say Ausable. I hope that's correct. 125 beers, they average a 385. So they're right there when it comes to a, uh, um, a thing. I'm, I'm looking, <laughs> I just seen uh, a, uh, Wayne, Wayne Legetsky beer. I just thought that was funny. Full cord, uh, Plowman's, uh, Plowman's Lunch, um, Mud Broker Porter, a half of Eisen they had there, German Kolsch, Imperial Scotch Stout. That sounds insane. Um, hair of the badger a wendigo beer there you go, there you go. a little, little troop behind illusion a little spooky the wendigo beer is a imperial double eight percent it averages a 4.11 so if you go, oh a galaxy ipa i want to try to find a whiskey sour sugar bobs there you go do you have the sugar bobs no, I, do not. <laughs> I just love beer names i don't know i'm into it yeah, so it seems cool. All right, well, I'm super excited. I love Oktoberfest. We had one the last episode that was fantastic from, uh, I've already forgot him. Drunk Rabbit. Drunk Rabbit. Drunk Rabbit yeah. Here we go. I That's the best color in beer right there, that amber. It's, the, it's beautiful. It's good. It's good. This is, I, can we just have October, like, can we just move somewhere where it's Oktoberfest every, every day? It's Malty caramel, yep. a nice bread notes on the finish. I I think the other the the drunk rabbit had more like a a thicker consistency to it, where it felt like it was more heavier bodied. And this is a lighter body, like a little lighter bodied. I don't I don't dislike that, but I I, I think it's really really good. 
Great, great Oktoberfest. I would drink this all day long. This and Sugar Bob's, I think, is a funny name. Drink me some Sugar Bob's. Uh, smooth, malty, clean, sweet, heavy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really like it. I gave that one a, uh, I gave it the four. Didn't protect it there. Yummy, yummy. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to sit on that for a little bit. Uh, I'm going to line them up. We're going to line them up. Uh, unfortunately, two of the breweries have a, an unfair advantage because they're competing against three beers of the same brewery, but that's just the way it works sometimes. Uh, once again, if you're if you're a brewery or someone who works there, or if you're checking this out and you would love to come on the episode and do a video call with us and and, t- and learn about your uh, beers, we were a hundred percent down to have anyone on. Um, let us know. Reach out to us if you're someone who's uh, just listened to the episode. Screenshot it. Uh, let it, screenshot the episode. Let us know feedback. Hey, I listened to the episode. It was really good. I think a lot of times too, people uh, they. Uh, they're out and about. They're listening on their phone. They're driving. They're doing. They're just walking around at the gym, and they forget to to leave that five star review or just 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 to comment or say, "Hey, I listened to it. Check it out." Just uh, screenshot it and send us send us a screenshot of you listening and tell us what you thought. Maybe the comment section is not readily be ready available if you're listening to audio only later back later later on your playback. I had to burp so bad. I was trying hard to get that through. All right, Bill, your first pick, beer of the night. Hmm. Torn. There's a lot of good Torn. ones. A lot of yeah. good ones. Do you have one in mind? Uh, I'm going to go with the Oktoberfest. I'm with you. Doesn't matter what you think. You yeah. Lose. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm there. Too. Yeah. Number two, I'll start the next one. I'm going to go with the, the Bushwick. The Bushwick lager was really good. That's my pick for two. I'm going to go with the same because that was I I was in between the Oktoberfest and that for... yeah. My well, top. I, was, I was in between that and another one for number three, so I'll, I'll, I'll <clears throat> we'll make that easy and see if we all go the same way for number three. You want to? You want to? Uh, that's exactly where I was going to. Outlaw. Yep. yep. Outlaw. Outlaw. Very good. Uh, I, I guess we have a we have a very simple taste pattern. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we like the loggers, pilsners, and yep. Oktoberfest. Uh, yeah, all good beers. So the Oktoberfest is going to win the episode from uh, As- Ashable. Sorry, Oshable, if, if I'm saying that wrong, um, uh, brewing company. Queen City takes second place with its Bushwick Lager. I'd love to learn more about the name or the style of that, or if you're just baseball, and I just wonder where it came from. I always, I don't know, just that, curious. That, that is a legitimate, it might actually be in Queens instead of Brooklyn, but that is a, yeah. a New York City neighborhood. I've heard that before, like Bushwick, yeah, the Bushwick thing. Uh, Outlaw Brewing Company, their American Blonde Ale. Um, very good. Great episode. Um, I know we, this is probably not going to, if you want to plug the same things, same stuff again, you can, because the, the separation between episodes is going to be so far away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what do you want to plug, Bob? Well, well taking it in a completely different route then. Um, uh, we were talking about music, uh, um, live music. Go, go see it. Go see it. Um, it's available again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm hoping to see a couple of my my favorite acts come someplace close by again. Uh, uh, for the few people who know that they are, uh, I'm dying to see Unknown Henson and the Reverend Horton Heat play again. And um, uh, we have some really great local venues around here for anyone who might be on the fringes of the area. Uh, please go online and check out the Mock Chunk Opera House. Yeah, mom. and and Penn's Peak. Yeah, uh, I know. My dad was just at a show at the at 
at the Opera House the other week. Um, I don't remember who it was. Um, but he goes and sees him every single time he's around. Um, I don't remember. Not sure. But, but I've, I know that they do have a lot of good acts there. Not necessarily like large name national acts, but they get a lot of good tribute bands. They get a lot of good artists yeah, come well, through one, there. One of my favorites, um, uh, uh, we were talking about Zeppelin for a while there. Um, get the uh, let out. And, well, everyone, and, and don't get me wrong, get the let out is an excellent cover. I, I've seen them several times that, before too. And a cashmere. Yeah, that's where they're, we're See, yeah, now, they're, they're now, really now, good. Get the Lead Out is their whole thing is about listening to a Led Zeppelin album, and they use seven people to, to do that. And uh, that's not a knock on them, uh, they're very good. Yep, yeah, yeah. Cashmere's thing is about recreating a Led Zeppelin concert. Mm. And, yeah, there's what four of them, and, and uh, it's four of them, yeah, right. And uh. Uh, they actually, if I recall correctly, like some vintage, actual, real yep. gear that Zeppelin, I mean, used. Um, oh wow! Yep. Uh, they're to the laser light show. The, I mean, uh, a lot of people knock them and call them a poor man's get the let out. But what they're trying to to bring across is is a little different. And uh, they're trying I, to they're trying to recreate what you would have seen if you were there that day. Yep. And I, yep. I, I I love them. I, yep. I think they're amazing. Yeah, I, I would like to see both of them. I'm into it. Uh, what do you got, Bill? Uh, I'm just going to mirror Bob. Just f- f- try to go see live music. Yeah. Whether it be a local band, like a smaller venue, they've been struggling more than we lost like the three or four. Venues. We we saw we lost like three venues this, during pandemic. Yeah. Like three places like, just shut down. We yeah, can't afford it's to stay just open. Like it's just like that. It's just not. I know that like like restaurants and stuff were struggling, but. As were concert venues, like yeah, I mean, restaurants struggled for a little bit, but I feel like once enough people were able to support and do takeout, yeah. restaurants did better. Yes, but the arts took a hit. Yeah, so yeah. just if a local place has a band, just be responsible and go see them, but make sure you go out and go see them and spend money and mm-hmm. get tickets and. Uh, I'll just kind of mirror it as well, but support your local artist. Um, every single band that you're seeing, they all started somewhere, and a lot of these bands, they may not be the greatest time the first time you see them, but it, it comes down to your heart and passion, and they work really hard, and, and bands grow, and it takes a lot of time to get those reps in, so support those bands, and and and, and sometimes your your best cover bands in your area turn out to be something else, you know? like The, the Empty Chair today. Yeah, and he's an amazing musician. He's super, super talented. He's really good at what he does, so the, our intro music, Faith and Exile, if you're into the intro music, go support them. Uh, we try to support local artists by doing the intro stuff like that. Go show them some love. Uh, if you want to check out another band in our area that really did a really good job and they're torn all over the place, Crowbot. So that, yep. that, that'll be my plugs. Um, that'll do it for the IWP Network. Like I said, thank you guys so much for joining. Uh, let us know what you thought. Give us a review on Apple or head over to our website at IWEPnetwork.com. Support the network. There's merchandise. All the shows are there. Every show has its link to its merch pages. Uh, if you want to do a donation, our link tree has that. It's a dollar. You can any, Anything you want to do. If you want to tip us a penny, anything, just let us know what you think. Leave us some reviews. Feedback. Give us feedback. Let us know what you think. We, we'll read the feedback off. If we're terrible, tell us if you like it let us know if you like this new style where we're kind of doing more topics in between the beers i personally think it's a lot of fun 
We were not really as much prepared for this episode, but I thought we got through it with the music yeah. talk. Yeah, we um, made it. And we may we may bounce and do music again, but take it a different direction because Andy wasn't here. So anything's open. Uh, it's just kind of free-flowing. But thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time. Bang & Beers Podcast. We're out of here. See you next time.